Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Time to talk about a new book this morning. It's almost hot off the press, almost, hopefully in the next day or two. It's called Look for the Red Umbrella. They say it's a story you'll barely believe happened. The man behind it is Ballarat author Jeff MacArthur. He joins me in the Ballarat Today studio this morning. Jeff, good morning to you. Good morning, Brett. Thanks for the opportunity to talk about the book. Exciting times. Let's talk about you, first of all. You're kind of an accidental author. (laughs) Absolutely, yes. (laughs) Never set out to become an author, though, a story sort of snuck up on me and demanded to be written. <laughs> it demanded to be written. What, a, what an amazing tale. So your career has been one of a, a teacher. To, yep. to the side of that, you've been a, a muso. Did you ever think you'd have author on your business card? No, I didn't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no, I was a teacher mostly in Ballarat uh, for many years, a principal and um, different things around Ballarat schools. And uh, always always did some music on the side and uh, wrote and performed music with various groups, having a bit of a break from that at the moment. So, oh, I reckon the, the calling will be there, Jeff. I reckon you'll get back to it. Now, tell us about this story and the research you've done to bring it all together. Right, thanks. Look, this this book wouldn't have happened if two or three people sort of hadn't handballed me some information at the right time. It, mm. it simply wouldn't have happened. And the first one was 30 years back, believe it or not, when... Um, We'd gone away, and a friend of mine, Jack Harvey, who's a, a Ballarat um, historian, who wrote a book on Eureka. Mm. Jack was a friend of ours, and he came and told us that the house that we lived in at the time in Ballarat East had previously been the house of an eyewitness to the Eureka Stockade, someone that had come up in his research, and uh, she was um, reported on that quite prolifically on the 50th anniversary. So Jack gave me a name. I was on leave at the time, and I decided I'd do a bit of research and find out about this woman that lived in our house in mm. Ballarat East. Mm-hmm. Now, 30 years ago, that sort of research was a different matter. You had to go down to Camp Street to the library and get the hard copies of the courier, <laughs> and get the microfish, <laughs> the whole business. It wow, was it's hard a labour of love, Jeff, isn't it? <laughs> it was hard work 30 years back, yeah. and I, and I find, found out a bit about this woman called Agnes Franks, and her family had come here from Scotland and had, had lobbed sort of on the hill above Eureka, um, the Eureka battle, just days before it happened. And I I found out about her and her family and, and so forth, but then I, I let it go literally for 30 years until I retired. You need a bit of time to do these things. <laughs> and COVID helped you out there, I believe. <laughs> I did, yes. Yeah, okay. I did. And um, the next person that got, got me going was a local um, artist called Margie Balazic, and um, she posted on a, a heritage site on Facebook, does anyone know anything about Mrs. Muller's umbrella shop? Now, in my research, I'd found out that the youngest member of this family, Agnes's younger sister, was Margaret Gregg, had married an umbrella maker from Germany by the name of Frederick Muller. And that's all I knew. I mm. found a picture of it and I'd stopped 30 years ago. So I contacted Margie and said, oh, look, I'll see what I can find. Mm-hmm. And of course, 30 years on, I've got trove and ancestry and all sorts of things. And suddenly I had an avalanche of information an about this Muller wow. family. But it was pretty hard to sort out. I had to sort of put it together like a jigsaw puzzle, if you like. But mm. it was obvious that it wasn't just about these shops, something that happened. And when you write a non-fiction book, well, here's me, it's my first one, but it's so much easier to write if you've got a plot and mm. a major incident, mm-hmm. almost as if you were a novelist, 
but the characters from the 1870s Ballarat had handed me the plot because it was real. <laughs> they really did it. So to be honest, if, if you were writing fiction, you'd be hard-pressed to come up with a better characters and better plot than one I, we discovered about the Muller family. So, of course, back, back in the 1850s, it was all about the gold, but you're suggesting there was there was stories at play to the side in, in the business world, <laughs> well, Jeff. Well, absolutely, because um, now Margaret Gregg, her, her, her family definitely came here for the gold from Scotland. Mm-hmm. They landed in Sydney, then they came down here. But the other main characters in this book were people who were astute enough to know that money was to be made where people were looking for gold mm. in a growing city like Ballarat. Smart. So they came from various parts of Europe and uh, and set themselves up as hairdressers and jewellers and all sorts of things. And uh, also the government was quite aware that the gold wasn't going to last forever. So incentives were put out for local industries to sort of generate work for people towards you know, as the, the gold sort of dissipated. Mm. And one of those was they put some tariffs on the importation of sort of soft goods and things like that from Europe, so hats, umbrellas and things like that. And once they did that, that stimulated a lot of industries and some people jumped at those opportunities, including umbrellas. Now, Ballarat, of course, is an ideal place for umbrellas, not just because <laughs> of our notorious wet weather in yes. the winter, but also um, for the ladies, the parasols in the summer are an essential device too. Yeah. And they're also fashion items. So it was big business. And you can see by the ads that we, we found in the Courier back in the 1870s and 1880s, it was very big business. Ballarat at one point, I think, had about five or six umbrella manufacturers. Is that so, right? <laughs> wow. So where does the drama come in, Jeff? The drama comes in because, and a lot of the information comes in, is because the, the man that Margaret Gregg, who chose to marry Frederick Muller, was an extraordinary person and a rather notorious person. And Mm -hmm. he did me a huge favour by being very much in the public eye and very much um, wanting to write a... Letters to the editor, he was prolific. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he left breadcrumbs, he left whole loaves of bread. (laughs) (laughs) He left information everywhere. And if you're trying to recreate a character from Ballarat in those areas, you really need someone who does something like that to give you the words. Otherwise, you've just got a few facts. Yeah. I've got so much of his voice and, and by implication, his wife and the story that went through. Now, he, he was a civic leader here. He um, was probably almost on the verge of local government, but influential in many committees and in the governance of a lot of the schools in Ballarat East because mm. we we're just in the period of time where we'd gone to um, state aid had ended and they set up you know, sort of uh, elected bodies to look after the schools and Fred Muller was one of those. Now, he sort of rose, his, his um, star rose rapidly mm. But his business didn't go quite as well oh, okay. to the point that he decided that one way to sort of fund his problems might be to forge <laughs> some checks. And uh, right. he, he ended up absconding from Ballarat. It was news all around the state yeah. that Frederick Muller had absconded. He didn't tell his wife anything about this. He left her in the lurch with an umbrella shop that he had already sold to someone else. Oh, no. And he was arrested in Sydney, brought back to Ballarat, and tried. Unfortunately, he drew the short straw and he got um, Sir Redmond Barry, <laughs> the uh, person who uh, sentenced Ned Kelly to death, okay. came to Ballarat and he gave Fred Muller a stay in Pentridge. Right. Now, when that happened, Margaret Muller had to take over the business and, and make it survive on her own. Not only did she drag it from sort of the despair, yeah. she expanded it to three shops in Ballarat, yeah. one in Sturt Street, one in Bridge Street, one in Lydia Street and a branch in Bendigo and became quite famous. And the title of the book, Look for the Red Umbrella, mm. that was her slogan. That's what was put on the bottom of her advertisements because she would have had a, a red umbrella sign hanging out, sort of you know, a, a board, I suppose, hanging yeah. under the veranda, 
And that was sort of the, the slogan at the bottom of each of her advertisements. She was a great, great marketer as well. And she, she did very well. She, she's photographed in um, the Pioneer. There's a, a montage up at the Gold Museum of uh, Pioneer Women of Ballarat. There was mm. a book released on that a couple of years ago, and she was one of those. So we've got a photo of her and the, the contribution she made to local society. But there's a lot of tragedy too, I'm afraid, Brett. <laughs> well, Jeff, you've made a great contribution to Ballarat Society with the, the years of research you've done here. Uh, you've uncovered stuff that we simply would not know without you. So hats off to you, Jeff MacArthur. That is remarkable. As we said at the top, the book is out. We're hoping in a day yeah. or two or three. They could be ordered um, online through Shoreline. Shoreline, yeah. a great uh, Ballarat publishing company, and uh, they've got it available online. It's, just, it's a little bit overdue now, but they should be out um, I think in the next few days, and um, I think it's already available as an ebook. But if you want a hard copy, we're also going to have it at um, the Collins shops in Ballarat, and um, hopefully get something of a launch organised. Oh, down, down to the old Coles, that'd be nice. Yeah, down the old Collins, they've been very supportive because they're part of the story as well. So um, okay. we've had some discussions with them and Collins, of course, who are below them. And believe it or not, one of the umbrella shops was in. One of the old Collins stores where <laughs> Collins is now. Gee, that's a nice <laughs> the Lydia Street shop. A yeah. story you'll barely believe happened. I absolutely understand that now. Look for this book. It's called Look for the Red Umbrella, a story all about uh, our fair city and uh, some of the stuff that went on behind the scenes. Jeff MacArthur is our local author. Jeff, great to have you on Ballarat today. Thanks for sharing. Thank you, Brad. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.